Hi, I'm Andy Kindler, and you're listening to PX Tape Recorder. Are you enjoying it? I certainly hope so. Hello there. <clears throat> Hello there. I'm PF. This is my tape recorder. And welcome to another edition of, I guess we're going to call, I don't even think I have a title for this, Bands, Songs, Artist Songs, Ranked, where I pick a certain artist, band, solo performer, as it may be, and decide what their 10 best songs are. And again, a couple of uh, asterisks to this, I would say. Some bands I'm a big fan of, some not as big a fan of, so I will tell you up front before we go into the countdown my level of fandom and why I chose these songs. Of course, with this band, I'm being, it's a band I like a lot, but also I'm being a little more objective, I think, because the best song is not necessarily my favorite song. I like it a lot, but I'm, I would I might reverse one and two Maybe one, two, and three. I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, it's The Police. And The Police, boy, I didn't realize how much I liked The Police uh, until Pat Francis on his Rock Solid podcast, this was probably two, three years ago, did an episode with somebody and they went through, oh, and it was with uh, uh, Mike Siegel. They went through album by album, and of course it only took them, you know, because they, they each play a song from an album, and there's only five albums, so they were done very quickly, so they decided to just off the cuff to go into Sting's solo work, which was pretty cool. And maybe I'll do a Sting episode uh, after I do this one. Maybe maybe that'll be the sequel next week. Maybe not. By the way, I'm still trying to get a couple of guests on the show so we can kind of break this up. But back to the police. So they did this episode where they went through all five albums. And I always used to think Synchronicity was my favorite police album. Though I, I liked them all. My friend Tony always found it unusual that I liked all of the police albums pretty much equally. But I guess it's because I really didn't come on board Lizanetta Mandata a little with the hit singles and then a little bit Ghost in the Machine. But until I was making money at a job and being able to buy albums, I wasn't able to enjoy the whole albums. The first whole album I bought was Synchronicity and then went backwards and bought the rest of the albums. So anyway, I like all the albums fairly equally. I thought Synchronicity was my favorite album, but turns out there are a couple of duds on Synchronicity. And unpopular opinion, Every Breath You Take is one of them. It's fine. But I didn't like it when it came out. I was kind of shocked at the number. It's not like I got tired of it because it's, you know, played all the time. But I didn't think it, it was one of the best songs on the album. In fact, when the album came out, uh, they played this video on MTV, which I, I cannot find anywhere online, by the way. I will keep looking. But it was called Studies in Synchronicity. And it was basically this camera going around this studio. And I guess it was kind of like an art museum, sort of. And on different pedestals, there were different things representing the different songs. And I got very excited by that. The songs I got excited about were the two title tracks and Walking in Your Footsteps. So, we, could, you know, spoiler alert here, that you'll be hearing those songs soon enough on this list. But I didn't, Every Breath You Take was in there and that did not excite me at all. And to this, again, today it's fine, but, you know. So anyway, and of course, you know, the big speed bump, probably the biggest speed bump of all time, of course, Mother. And, you know, I just, it, what's another, what's, there's one more song on there I'm not particularly, oh, oh my God. It's fine. But I guess the songs I like on Synchronicity I like a lot because there are three songs from Synchronicity on this list, and I just listed them all so you know what they're going to be. But they, anyway, when Pat and Mike did their uh, look at the police's albums, 
I went back and listened to Ghost in the Machine, which turns out is my favorite Police album. I love every track on that album, and it has more tracks than Synchronicity, too. The band's favorite album is Inyeta Mandata, I remember, because when it came time to release their greatest hits album, the first one in 86, they decided to re-record one of the songs, because they decided, weirdly, I read this interview with Andy Summers, weirdly they decided to take a song from Inyeta Mandata because that was their favorite album. And I was thinking, why wouldn't you take a song from an album you weren't as happy with and try to make a better version of the song. So I didn't, under, although I love Don't Stand So Close to Me 86, it is not on this list, but I do like that a lot. I just, because, you know, it's, the, the, they were breaking up. They, this song, it, it's just such a different take on the song where they just kind of sound like tired of the whole thing. The video is great because Sting keeps spinning and he's in focus, but the other two, Stuart Copeland and Andy Summers kind of spin out of focus on, the, oh, it's great, it's fantastic. I love it to this day. Maybe I should have put it. Now I'm talking about. It. I should have put this on the, on the ten best. Maybe I'll have to knock one out here, and call an audible. Um, you know what? I might do that. I might. We'll start with Roxanne, number ten, and Roxanne. I, I could have picked any of the hit singles from the first album. Uh, plus, Born in the Fifties, I like a lot on this album. So Lonely is the other single, and so is Can't Stand Losing You. But Roxanne is just iconic. There's that great acoustic version that Sting does that secretly loses other balls. So I got to go with the number 10 spot, Roxanne. Roxanne by The Police at number nine. I'm going to call an audible here. I'm going to play you guys Don't Stand So Close to Me, 86. Like I said, it came out on the Greatest Hits album that came out in 86. They'd been broken up for two years. They decided to re-record one of their songs and not even do a new song. They that We can't even be bothered with that. So let's just re-record one of our songs and release it. Weird move because people had had no problem with the original song. People loved the original song. And I like it just fine. But again, just... What it says about the band at this time, I just just love this. The video, the song itself, everything. Here's Don't Stand So Close to Me, 86. Uh, knocking Canary in a Coal Mine out of the lineup. Sorry.
Stands, it goes to me 86, so Canary in a Coal Mine gets removed from the list, and unfortunately, there's no other tracks from Zenyatta Mandata. So we get to number 8, and number 8 is going to be, well, the, these are going to be back-to-back, -back, the two Synchronicity title tracks, Synchronicity 2 and Synchronicity 1. Synchronicity 2, I'm going to put in the 8 spot. I might be a little more tired of it than 1, because, again, it was a hit single, although it only got to, like, 20-odd, maybe, or maybe into the teens. I don't think this was a top 10 hit, but it got played on MTV a lot, and you still hear it a lot. You don't hear one very often, so here I'll play you Synchronicity. Well, I'll play Synchronicity 2. I'll roll into Synchronicity 1, then we'll come out the other side. How's that? Here's Synchronicity 2, followed by Synchronicity 1. Synchronicity 2 and Synchronicity 1, in that order. I think I like the lyrics of Synchronicity 1 more because, of course, it discusses the, kind of the whole concept of the album, where Synchronicity 2 kind of illustrates it more vaguely, which is fine, but I don't know. I like the more direct approach of Synchronicity 1. Uh, start the album is really cool. Uh, I like that a lot. That should have been, they should have fought like OMD did with Joan of Arc. Have two Joan of Arcs, have two Synchronicities. Why not? We get to number six. Walking on the Moon, when I first heard Regatta de Blanc, I thought, ah, oh, this is this is great. Turns out with Regatta de Blanc, 
they had enough material when they started to do almost two albums. So they did Outlandish to More, the first one, and then they started to record Regatta de Blanc and realized they only had about a half an album's worth of songs. So Stuart Copeland gets one on there that's okay, and it's... But again, the songs that are good are really good. And of course, the other hit single from this, and we'll, we'll hear that later. There's some other good tracks on this album as well, but I've always loved this one. It was also a single. This is Walking on the Moon. Walking on the Moon from the Police, number six on our Police songs ranked the band Walk the Moon from Cincinnati, take their name from that very song. By the way, I like that new single of theirs more and more, or their newest single, More and More. That may be one of the best songs of the year, and we'll find out in about two months when I sit down with Fangirl and Liza and we do our top six of 2021. In the meantime, we are back to the countdown. Number five. I always forget how much I like this song. It's 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 a, it's a little happy. It comes from my favorite Police album. I like the video a lot, even though it's very simple. They seem to be having a good time, even though I guess they're about ready to kill each other. I believe they recorded most of this album in Montserrat, a little bit of it in Montreal. And Montserrat in the same air studios that tons of people have used, including OMD, recorded Junk Culture there. And anyway, the it's the big hit single from the album, although I love Demolition Man, I love Omega Man, I love... I, there's not a track on this album I do not like. Spirits and Imperial World uh, was one of my favorite songs for a long time off this album, but I just I dig this whole album. Although I only chose one song from it, weirdly. But here it is. <laughs> Every little thing she does is magic.
thing she does is magic. It's a big enough umbrella, kids. Um, my daughter was just, uh, well, she'll probably kill me for telling you this, but she's, there's a fella she's interested in, and they were walking out of school, and he kindly let her stand under her umbrella, and that's the first thing I thought of. And I said that around my wife, and she said, oh, geez. And we had to explain. And, and Liza is well-versed in music of that time, but not particularly in the police. She knows the, the police is, but not well enough to know that line from that song. But anyway, I thought that was funny. Number four. Message in a Bottle, another iconic song, also has that great acoustic version from Secret Policeman's Other Ball, and probably one of the uh, best pop songs ever written. I would rank it in the in the top 500. I'm going to do that one of these days, too, one of the projects I'm going to get around to. I started doing that five years ago, and I stopped, So, but I'll get to it. Trust me. In the meantime, number four on the Police Songs Ranked, Message in a Bottle. Stay on the same album for the number three track, which has grown on me over the years. Sting has used this in his uh, solo career. He redid it, and it became actually the title of, I think, one of his concert album, and I think he did a like a video album as well called Bring On the Night. And Bring On the Night, uh, very, it, I guess, very indicative of Sting's musical interests at the time. You know, they're old guys trying to be punks when the band starts, but they really have other interests. Sting is super interested in reggae. Uh, that's why I was going to play Canary in a Coal Mine before, because that just stays with it. Regatta de Blanc, white reggae. And that's what this album is all about. So here is The Police with Bring On The Night.
Bring on night, the number three track on our countdown takes us to the number two track, the aforementioned Walking in Your Footsteps. I think this is just a cool tune. I think Andy Summers' guitar work is way underrated on this, the way he, he's making all those dinosaur noises with his guitar. This isn't some sound effects or a keyboard. This is all Andy Summers manipulating his guitar to make these sound effects and the little keyboard, the sequence keyboard thing in the background. Oh, it's just so cool. Here's the number two song on the Police Songs Ranked, Walking in Your Footsteps. Walking in Your Footsteps apparently has different lyrics somewhere, too, because the lyrics in the liner notes of the original album, there's a line that says, They live in a museum. It's the only place you'll see them. And that is not included on the final version. And that version has never surfaced. I don't know if they just included the wrong set of lyrics and they never recorded those lyrics for the when they did the vocal for the song. I don't know. That's a, that's a police mystery for you there. But Walking in Your Footsteps, the number two song. We get to the number one song. It says one of the only song, I think the only police song that is not released as a single both in the United States and in Europe. And you know what it is already, if I've told you that much. Yes, it is Invisible Sun. I, mean, I guess they figured that in America we wouldn't really understand what was going on in Northern Ireland, although it was a pretty big story even here in the U.S., kids. So I think they could have released this very dark song. Oh, this, this is another one. It is from uh, Ghost in the Machine. I, I, how could I forget? It is, uh, let me see, it is the number one song in the UK for sure. I'm trying to think if, what other songs they had go to number one? Every Breath You Take obviously went to number one there. I'm trying to think. I think this is their first number one, and I think it's their only number one until Every Breath You Take. In any case, it's a great song, dark, uh, which is fine. It's got that great hook to it, though. The lyrics are great. Uh, it, It doesn't really challenge Sting's voice a lot, though, which isn't, because Sting has a very nice, powerful voice. Which doesn't get the show on this, but it's still a fantastic tune. This is the number one song on the Police Songs Ranked. It's Invisible Sun from Ghost in the Machine.
you go, Invisible Sun, The Police, top-ranked song by PF of The Police songs. We're going to do this all again next week. I will either do it with another band or I can get one of the three guests I'm chasing down. In fact, I'm going to make a note of that tomorrow morning to track down the three guys I'm trying to get on the show and reach out to them again. It's been quite a mystery. One guy is following me, was following this podcast in Podbean where he his podcast is hosted. I don't know if he's listening. Martin, if you're out there, would love to have you on the show. Uh, Roger Erickson, uh, who I have not reached out to yet, who I'm friendly with on Facebook. I'm going to reach out to him tonight. And then Professor of Rock. The Professor of Rock, who has another great video out today about Devo. Check that out. And we're going to try to get him on as well. And then maybe we'll go back into these uh, top tens. And then maybe there'll be comedy shows again. We can talk to some comedians again. I can do some dumb bits. But in the meantime, we're going to do a song of the week. It's from a lady named Joy Crook. She had a song of the week with us a couple of months ago. She is a, a, a British, well, I mean, how'd they put it? She's, how does Wikipedia describe her? British, uh, Irish, Bangladeshi singer. Neo-jazz, alternative jazz, her first big musical hero, Ray Charles. You're going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that makes makes perfect sense. And I like it, and it really shows on this track, not so much on the Feet Don't Fail Me Now track, not the Utopia song, kids, but this really lets her kind of show her influences. And I like this track uh, maybe even more than Feet Don't Fail Me Now. Uh, it is a track called When You Were Mine. It was the previous previous single to what she has out now as her single. I don't know what her third single is. It escapes me. But this actually is the second single from her debut album. And it is called When You Were Mine. PFT Recorder, so long and thanks for listening. Was it love or nicotine that made us mellow on the 31st? It was penny paradise, just a pretty little lie And it hit me when I saw you Hand in hand, cold harbor line Never take it easy on the PDA I don't miss you, least not that way But someone better want me like that someday